0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by AimPoint Research, blending military intelligence with market research capabilities to help agri food companies. Visit aimpointresearch.com to learn more. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The nation's roughly 54 hours away from a government shutdown. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Republicans should help pass a stopgap funding measure, which also includes text to raise the debt limit.
1: Our country is staring down the barrel of two avoidable Republican-manufactured disasters, a government shutdown and a first-ever default in the national debt. The impacts of both would gravely harm every single American in this country.
0: But Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and Republicans are strongly opposed.
1: There is no chance, no chance, the Republican conference will go out of our way to help Democrats conserve their time and energy so they can resume ramming through partisan socialism as fast as possible.
0: Government funding is set to expire at midnight Thursday. Separately, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the U.S. could reach its borrowing limit by October 18th. Calling all Democrats, Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley is urging Democrats to tell the Environmental Protection Agency not to cut volume requirements in the renewable fuel standard.
1: Are you for spitting out more pollution into the air for more petroleum products than you are clean-burning biofuels? That's kind of what's at stake here. And I hope that these 28 senators from 14 corn-producing states, and it's a very bipartisan group of senators, speak up before the White House screws the family farmer.
0: His comments come after RFS volume requirements were leaked to the press last week. Grassley says he even voted for EPA Administrator Michael Regan because of his biofuel assurances. You know, I
1: voted for him because of those assurances I've had. But if the crazy people in the White House are running this show, uh, then you see he's going to be overridden. And, uh, and uh, then, of course, big oil wins out. And I hope that before these final numbers come out, That Secretary Vilsack can weigh in with them because Secretary Vilsack knows how detrimental this is going to be to agriculture.
0: Earlier today, Democratic Congresswoman Sherry Bustos of Illinois and members across seven other states sent a letter to the White House asking officials to raise biofuel usage requirements. Here's a word from our sponsor.
1: Aimpoint Research blends military intelligence techniques with market research capabilities to help agri-food organizations discover what's really happening in the marketplace, what's going to happen in the future, and what to do to ensure success. Visit AimpointResearch.com to learn more.
0: Meat exporters are hopeful Vietnam will lower most favored nation tariff rates on imported pork cuts soon. The current tariff rate is 15%, but U.S. Meat Export Federation economist Aaron Bohr says the tariff could be lowered to 10%. We know our industry has been hammering that home for some time now essentially, since we left the TPPs. Tariffs are always important, but especially in price competitive markets like Vietnam. So with TPP, what is now the CPTPP, Japan was the big win for the U.S. industry. But the other big one in there for U.S. red meat was Vietnam. Biden administration officials met with Vietnam officials in August. Borer says the U.S. has been at a pork trade disadvantage since it's not part of the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. She says the tariff reduction could come at the right time because the pandemic is likely slowing Vietnam's African swine fever recovery efforts. Barbara O'Brien will become the new CEO of Dairy Management Incorporated. Tom Gallagher is leaving the organization after 30 years of leadership. Gallagher is leaving the organization to spend more time teaching, a DMI spokesperson noted. He currently teaches at the University of Notre Dame with a focus on sustainability in food and agriculture. According to a DMI spokesperson, Gallagher will stay as CEO through the transition process. O'Brien serves as DMI's president and is the CEO of the Innovation Center for U.S. Dairy, where she focused on growing sales of food service and retail dairy products. Read more of Spencer Chase's story at agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade environment, and regulatory news, visit our website. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.